Hello and welcome to the midweek edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. My name is Wade Bates. Thank you so much for finding the program and downloading it where we celebrate all the great things going on in prep activities in South Central Wisconsin. Today on the program, I'm going to talk a little high school basketball. We're not that far away from the coaches rolling the balls out for the winter sports season. Tim Latterin, the head boys basketball coach at Beaver Dam, going to join us. We'll also have a quick hitter with Beaver Dam High School cross country coach PJ Sen, as his team did well at the subsectionals on Tuesday. The girls team advanced to the sectionals, and Beaver Dam had the winner in both the boys and the girls races. Kylie Hackbarth won the girls race, and Gavin Zarnecki won the boys contest. This is your first time finding the program. We have shows every Wednesday and Saturday during the high school sports season. Best way to never miss a show is to subscribe to the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report at your favorite podcasting site. You can also like South Central Wisconsin Prep Report on Facebook and follow on Twitter at SCW Prep Report. If you're looking for the latest scores and highlights from across the South Central Wisconsin region, the best place to find that is on the sports tab at DailyDodge.com. I work for Good Karma Brands and I do sports for WBEV 95X and Daily Dodge. You can always find the scores at DailyDodge.com and on the radio during our morning sportscast. Beaver Dam High School boys basketball coach Tim Ladrin talking some hoops next on the pod. So I have a question for all you guys out there. Why is it that I see you hauling all kinds of stuff in your trucks? Lumber, ATVs, furniture, and everything is strapped down tight, except you. I mean, come on, fellas. You're just as important as your buddy's blue plaid sofa. Buckle up. Let's head to Beaver Dam High School right now and bring in head boys basketball coach Tim Landron as we uh, are approaching the start of basketball practice. What, almost less than a month away or so, Coach Landron, in a year of uncertainty? Hopefully we can get to that point? Yeah, it's, yeah, about a month away, and I mean, we're cautiously optimistic and uh, excited about it. Coach, how much gym time has your team been able to get here uh, uh, as we lead up to it with all the social distancing and different rules that are out there? Yeah, we've been able to have um, open gyms a couple times a week. Uh, there's certain rules we have to abide by uh, with those open gyms, but at least it's got the ball in the guys' hands, allowed them to get a lot of shots up. We've been able to do some things and not obviously not a typical open gym season, but like I said, we've been able to get going a little bit here with, with some stuff. Coach, uh, high expectations this year for your squad. Uh, last year you had a younger team that saw a lot of varsity minutes and uh, bringing, bringing a lot of guys back, so kids coming into this thing and looking like they want to uh, win, win as many games as they can. Yeah, I think so. Um, we return uh, the majority of our of our front eight. We've got nine returning letter winners. There's a lot of expectations. Now, we only have two seniors out of those. But, you know, as you know, Wade, we had five kids as freshmen suit up on as bars and varsity kids or five of those juniors suit up as freshmen on the varsity a couple of years ago. So while it's still a pretty young team, uh, when it comes to age, it certainly has a lot of experience. Coach, how much in-game situation did any of your guys get to play this summer? Did, did a lot of them get to play in some sort of AAU or organized basketball? A little bit. We had a, we had a couple of parents take the boys out for a couple of events uh, this summer. And, of course, we've got a couple of guys that, that play AAU that played a, a lot of events. Uh, Nate Abel, uh, Brady Helbing, you know, Tyler Benkowski played a little bit, too. In the AAU circuit, and Nate and Brady played a ton of games, you know, so probably not as much game situation as we normally would have going into a season. Uh, but I, obviously, as you know, too, there's we're not the only team in the state with, with that issue. We're talking Beaver Dam boys basketball coach Tim Ladrin. Coach, last week, 
Uh, the Badger Conference, you know, it's much like football that because of a participation uh, of, of all the teams in the league or lack thereof, depending on where you're at, uh, they're not going to sponsor an official league season and uh, won't sponsor all conference type seasons. Just what does that mean for your schedule and what does that mean for uh, you know putting together a schedule of games and such? We start with our normal, typical Badger schedule, obviously, then uh, that was put together a year ago. And the way it sounds is what will happen is essentially the Badger South or the Badger North teams that aren't able to compete uh, when we start the season, uh, which is obviously most of the Dane County teams, it sounds like. We're going to fill those gaps with teams from the Badger South and still play. You know, essentially it looks like there's 10 Badger Conference teams, I believe, that should be good to go. Uh, essentially, you're playing a Badger conference season. It's just you're not playing for a conference championship because everything is sort of the schedule sort of out of whack. But but you know we still plan on at, you know competing as a Badger conference team, and uh, it does open some gaps in the schedule for non-conference opponents. And we're still looking to fill a couple of those yet. Is it the case though where there's like no official Badger conference uh, champion this year? If you have ten teams that are in, can can you still kind of keep unofficial standings and maybe even have like you know coaches at the end of the year say, hey, kind of pick pick the best guys. And say these guys were all you know, kind of like the, the baseball season went the the Badger Land League. Can you even be like uh, these are these were the the top guys in our Badger Independent Conference or something like that? Yeah, I certainly. You know, I know for us, you know, inside our locker room, we're going to really focus heavy on the Badger Conference still because I think that's important to go along with that way. And I think you know, in the Badger, it's unfortunate for us in the Badger North because I feel like we're you know, along with us in the Forest of Key. I think we're, you know, we're probably the favorites going in. And so that was something that we, our guys are really looking forward to play for. So we're still going to simulate that a little bit as best as we can. And we'll focus on those Badger Conference teams. And then, yeah, I'm hoping, you know, as coaches, we can get together. It's not something we've talked about yet, that we can get together and sort of, you know, name, you know, the best players, whether you say first team, second team, whatever you're going to do. But I think it's important for those kids to get noticed too. A lot of those kids that end up being all conference teams are kids that put a lot of time into the game and have focused on being something, you know, getting those that type of recognition. I think it'd probably be unfortunate for the kids that are playing to be, you know, have that taken away from them. You know, one of the things you've seen during football season as well, though, you know, you've seen teams uh, uh, lose games because of, you know, COVID protocol issues and such, but teams have been able to find games, you know, relatively quickly to replace games that are lost. So that's one of the things in the basketball season, you have a schedule coach, but then who knows, next thing you know, you might be playing, you know, lacrosse Logan here on a Wednesday, not knowing you're going to be, you know, who you're going to be playing uh, that oh. night. And then just, you may get some fun matchups that come up just because of teams that, that have open spots in their schedule. Yeah. I, you know, it's interesting. I think, I think that could very well happen. I think, Wade, you've been around us long enough to know that, um, you know, we, we scout pretty heavily and we want to know just about everything about every team we play. And, and we may end up finding another opponent the day after, you know, or the next day to play. We had no absolutely nothing about them. So, uh, you know, I think that's one of the things we're going to ha- just have to do. Coaches around the state are just going to have to be really flexible and understand it's just a different year. And really it's about giving our guys as many opportunities as we can to compete. Coach, how important is it to get as many games as you can in this year for a guy like Nate Abel, who's you know on the recruiting radar for some D1s across the country, to just get him a lot of exposure, as much exposure as you can in-game here this winter? Yeah, I think that's important, too, because, um, you know, obviously, you know, while Nate played a ton of AAU games this year, um, a lot of college scouts couldn't be there because of the COVID rules, so... Uh, getting him more action uh, in live action with, with, with people able to see him is going to be super important. Um, you know, he's had a re- lot of really good looks, especially lately, some, from some very, very good Division two schools. 
um, that we feel like are ready to pull the trigger on him. Um, we're just kind of, he just needs to get seen a little bit more. I, I, I think of what happened um, a few years ago with Sam Wilkie when he was, uh, you know, he got recruited pretty hard right out of the gate. He had a couple huge games for us early in his senior year and uh, offers started to pop left and right for him before he decided to go to Parkside. So uh, I think it's a similar situation with Nate. Nate's in a, put himself in a great spot because of his hard work uh, and obviously his, his, uh, his basketball ability. So uh, getting him those, those opportunities early is pretty important for him from a recruiting standpoint. You guys have found a spot in the Wisconsin Basketball Yearbook event, that shootout, Mark Miller's big event that's at Concordia, yeah. uh, Wisconsin, still going on right now, and Beaver Dam has a slot in that as we speak? Yeah, as we speak, we do. Um, you know, we were supposed to play uh, at UW-Stevens Point over the break uh, to play Spash and play Wisconsin Rapids, and that unfortunately got canceled. Mark Miller knew about our opening, and, and an opening opened up, and we're playing at the yearbook event against Monroe. It was a Badger South opponent which would be a great event. I mean, we'll see, you know, what the restrictions are as far as fans and things like that to, to an event like that. But it does allow our kids to play in a, in a great high-exposure event against what's going to be a very, very good team. And Roe, I would expect to be a top-five uh, Division two preseason pick. So, Coach, when when does practice start? When is your, I guess, the, the first game that's on the schedule right now for Beaverdam basketball? So our first uh, practice is uh, November 23rd, which is a Monday of Thanksgiving week. So, the WIA backed up the schedule a week. Usually we start a week before that. Uh, right now we open up December 3rd at home against Baraboo. And then, of course, with the Dane County thing now, uh, we were supposed to play a pretty big set. You know, we were supposed to have the Forest on the road on the 5th and Wanakee at home on the 8th. Obviously those will change. Um, we don't know who's filling those gaps yet, but we should know sometime this week uh, what that new schedule looks like. Well, Coach, one more question before I let you go is, uh, what have you been doing on Friday nights? It's not the same, uh, not not being in the broadcast booth with you broadcasting uh, Golden Beaver football. I, I miss it. You know, I, I do. I, I miss watching the boys, uh, our guys play. And I know Coach Lindy was super excited about getting rolling in his first year. And, and of course, I always like being up in the booth with you and calling the game. And, um, and then I get jealous when I see you uh, out, you know, with your, you know, out wherever you're going around the area. Uh, call of the games for Daily Dodge, and it's great. Teams have been able to get out and play and do it fairly successfully. I do miss those Friday nights, but I think on the other side of it, it gives me a lot of hope for us to be able to handle the things in the winter that we can handle. Well, next to the concession stand, Coach, hanging out with you is my favorite thing about Friday nights during the fall. <laughs> you do have a knack for the concession stand, Wade. I, I give you that. And there haven't been any concession stands this year to go to, but maybe when we do that game, oh. what on like May third, Coach, the Beaverdam football game on yeah. May third, we can we can get ourselves give our, get ourselves a hot dog. Yeah, that'll work great. That'd be awesome. Uh, Beaver Dam <laughs> High School Boys Basketball Coach Tim Ladrin joins us. Coach, thanks for the time, and hopefully we can talk about some hoops as we get closer to the basketball season starting. Yeah, thanks, Wade. Thanks for having me, and uh, yeah, hopefully we can get her up and rolling on time and have a great season. So why do teenagers play high school sports? My reason why is a sense of purpose. My reason why is to inspire others. One reason student athletes seldom mention is to get an athletic scholarship. They know that only 2% of all high school athletes are awarded a sports scholarship. So why do they play? My reason why is friendship. Tell us your reason using the hashtag MyReasonWhy. This message presented by the NFHS and the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association.
Let's bring in Beaver Dam High School cross country coach PJ Sen. The Golden Beaver girls won the subsectional on Tuesday in advance to the sectional. Kylie Hackbarth won the girls' race on the boys' side. Gavin Zarnecki also going to the sectional as he won the boys' race. Coach, have to be happy with your team's effort at the subsectionals. Yeah, overall, I think it went really well. You know, we we really were hoping to have some really good times to put down at um, Portage or Wyona Park, um, but. You know, we, we kind of were hoping for it. It's proved to be a pretty quick course and starting to taper down here at the end of the season, getting ready for these, the state tournament is really setting up well for us and our times are showing it. So we're really happy with how um, our girls ran and how our guys ran and especially Gavin on the guys' side. So it's, it's really awesome to get to see that today. Do you feel like your team is peaking at the right time and your runners are peaking at the right time, the ones that advanced? Yeah, I, yeah. I, there's no other way to put it. Yes, they are. It's awesome. And um, we, you know, this is my first year putting together a training plan um, for a cross country team. And it's, it's, it's pretty unarguable that it's, it's working. So um, I'm really happy with it. Our coaches are really happy with it. And it seems like our athletes are really happy with it too. Can you talk about the competition that you'll see at the sectional come this weekend? Yeah, we're actually really excited for it to, to see some more, um, a little bit more competitive competition actually. Um, on Alaska's got some really good girls that are running, putting them in uh top ten team in probably Wisconsin in Division One right now. So we're really excited to get to race against those guys and have them be pushing our girls here. And uh on the guys' side we're really excited to give Gavin some competition. Uh some, some kids put down some really good times in some of the other subsectionals, so we're excited to see how he runs this coming weekend. Can you talk about your girls team from top to bottom? Because they they've they've had so much success this year and what's been the key to that? You know, it's it's honestly all in them. I can't take any credit for it. I mean, obviously, we've, we've came up with a training plan that I think's working out pretty well for them. But it's just how they, they work. They want to work. They want to do well. And, you know, they're a competitive set of girls. we got three young girls coming up. Um, and, and Riley, Sarnecki, Mackenzie, Gritzmacher, and, of course, Kylie. And, uh, you know, they, they've kind of brought this competitive edge that all the other girls are really feeding into. And we've got some seniors that are doing some really good leadership to, to the younger girls. And it, it all, overall, it just, it just kind of played out really well to have the team come together the way it has this year. So we're really excited for that. Coach Santa, I appreciate the time. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Wade. Honey, isn't it amazing? What? The, the sacrifice, the dedication, the grit. I mean, they really set an example, don't they? Oh, well, no question. Today's high school athletes are truly special. Not the athletes. Woo-hoo. The officials. Oh, Today's student-athletes are truly special, but there's something pretty great about the men and women who officiate their games, too, like the way they're giving back to their communities. Officiating is a terrific way to stay in shape, meet new people, and stay connected to the game you love. But the biggest reason of all? We need more qualified high school officials here in Wisconsin. And without them, the rest of us would have a whole lot less to cheer about. High school games need officials. High school sports need you. Great call, Rob. Yeah. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. That's going to do it for this edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. I appreciate Tim Ladrin, the head boys basketball coach at Beaver Dam High School, for joining us. Hopefully we can get to that opening practice on the 23rd and then get some games going as well during this winter sports season. And P.J. Sen, 
the head cross-country coach at Beaver Dam High School for also giving us some time today as well. On Saturday's show, it's another high school football rewind show. We'll talk to all the coaches about their games on Friday night. Also preview a couple of Saturday games in the area. The biggest one maybe in the state this weekend is going to have unbeaten Randolph ranked fourth in Division 7, taking on a Lord's Academy ranked second in D7. They'll play that one up at St. Mary Catholic in the Fox Valley. Also on Saturday, Fall River Rio will be playing host to Brookfield Academy. That is a game that just came up this week because Johnson Crick had to cancel this weekend's game. That's a 4 o'clock kickoff at Fall River. and That's a game you can hear on 1430 WBEV and also watch on the DailyDodge.com video stream presented by Columbus Family Dental in Farmers and Merchants Union Bank. Until Saturday morning, my name is Wade Bates and this has been the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report.